When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. of the Lakers Fast Break podcast. It's Gerald Glasser coming right back at you from Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our great shows. And if you can, please give us that five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe, follow, or do whatever it is that you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos. Inside Sports Fantasy Football, Game Source, of course, the great folks at LakersBall.com. Go ahead and check out Ox1947 today at LakersBall.com. And if you want your lawn transformed into something much more magical than it is today, go ahead, right down below, right there on his hat, Simblades. That's a great hat. That's a great hat. Product placement right there for you. Simblades with a Y.com, just like Rob van damn because ecw was the way we closed out the great lakers fast break live watch party fl24 nick medina you guys were awesome so go ahead and join us today for all the fun that we and things we talked about we talked about a whole bunch of stuff go ahead and be part of the fun today at lakers fast break right there for you at playback.tv slash lakers fast break plus our good friends at lakerholics.com laker tom and jamie are right there for you go ahead and join them and be a part of the conversation today at lakerholics.com our good friends at the hoop heads podcast network always say hello and if you can support all of that plus like and subscribe please we need all the help we can get like and subscribe today we're on instagram live right now as well so please like and subscribe today to us right here at the lakers fast break and if you do we would truly appreciate it Well, the Lakers coming off that terrible loss in Brooklyn head over to the other side of New York, over to MSG, Madison Square Garden, the bright lights in New York City to face off against the Knicks. And they do get back LeBron and AD with a bigger, taller lineup, not only them back in the starting lineup, but Rui Hashimura with his first start. Actually, that's his second start because yesterday he did start in place of everybody being out. He remained in the starting lineup. and. I'll tell you what, impressed a lot of people today. The Lakers did manage to hold a tight game. Really nobody on either side getting a real true advantage unless LeBron and AD were both out of the game, which was kind of perplexing in the first half, which we commented on. But in the third quarter and in the fourth quarter, the Lakers took control. 
took a little bit of a lead and looked like they were going to pull away. But unfortunately, some mistakes down the stretch cost the Lakers and they end up going to overtime. But alas, this is not a bad story for the Lakers as the Lakers, with some clutch baskets in overtime, pulled away for the New York Knicks with a great, great victory. Cannot say enough great things about what happened today as far as in overtime, 129 to 123. Clutch shots by Rui Hashimura, AD, LeBron, and we're going to give some props to Russell Westbrook, who looked good at times on both ends of the ball, on both defense and offense, playing a lot of defense against Julius Randle. So going to say some good things about Russell Westbrook's performance today as well. But here today to talk about what we're doing here at Lakers Fast Break and the game. An overtime victory for the Lakers. A good man indeed. you got to go ahead and check out what he's doing today at LakersBall.com. Our live watch parties on playback. And, of course, Simblades right on the hat. Simblades with a Y.com. It is Joe Sorrow. And, Joe, in that second half, the Lakers, you know, found themselves down by one and a half. But that second half proved to be a little bit more assertive. Thought they were going to pull away for the victory. They didn't, but in that overtime, they came out strong, unlike the other overtimes, many of them that they've actually experienced before this season. Yeah, the first half was a little... Mm, it was malaise. Yeah, they didn't even get an offensive rebound in the first half, which is no bueno, but uh, they sustained what they needed to sustain enough to, to win the game. The, the overtime... It should have no, obviously shouldn't have gone to overtime. But once you take away uh, LeBron and AD, you're you're hoping that someone else can come through. Our good friend, the German assassin. I'm calling him the German assassin. Hitting that three was kind of pretty much, I think, that kind of the beginning of the end for for the Knicks. And the Knicks couldn't really. Now Brunson had a good game, but. Again, if you contain Brunson, you're not going to have really much else. And Julius Randle is too erratic to depend on most of the time. So, yeah, it was a it's, – it's always a nice win in New York. It's always nice to win. Anybody know what happened to AD and why he was bleeding? I'm still not finding any reason. I think reason it was off why. his knee. I, I saw them spraying and cleaning up his knee. I think that's what I I don't know if that's specifically it, but I saw them cleaning up his knees. So that's the only thing I can determine, but I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent sure on that. My description is a mundane win. Nonetheless, it was a win. LeBron had a triple double. I believe this was his third in New York. We knew he'd come out. We knew AD would have a good game and Russell Westbrook didn't have as many bonehead plays tonight and we were able to get the win. So good for the Lakers. And also here today, good man indeed. He's a madman from Toronto. He got out of Toronto traffic to check out the Lakers' victory in overtime. It is Sean Grice, also a major part of what we do here at the Lakers Fast Break on Playback. As L. Rob is sitting down and getting ready to come back on for a good chat with us, want to go ahead and mention Sean. We saw, like, like we, you know, Joe was talking about that malaise in the first half, not really indicative, indicative of what. I think that the Lakers could really do when they have all their, their players together. We're just missing Austin Reeves at this point in time, but mm -hmm. we still need some shooters as Zangerstein has said in the chat very astutely, but mm -hmm. right now it's pretty good and we can fare off well against any team right now. I think. Yeah, I I'd, I'd agree, Gerald. 
it was a heavy dose of points in the paint this game, yeah. I yeah, mean, absolutely. O- almost almost 120 points in the paint between the two teams. Yeah, both teams are ugly outside. Yeah, uh, and not only that, in transition too, both teams got less than 10 points in transition tonight. Um, so it was a slog up and down, but uh, you know, that's the kind of game. You know, great. It saves LeBron and AD's legs, so to speak, if they just play in the half court because. They could beat a team like this. I mean, we didn't shoot the three ball well, but they shot it worse. Uh, we were 11 of 33. They were 7 of 34. They were brick after brick after brick. You could build a new Brooklyn Bridge with the amount of threes they were missing. That was very distressing to see. But with uh, Rui in the starting lineup, uh, obviously we've had some mixed reviews so far. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think that also, speaking of transition, I think the fact that he must have gotten clued in somewhere that you need to be in transition. You need to run. You need to make sure that you're open for some good targets from LeBron. And it worked really well for Rui and really got him going. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if he, you know, for, you know, Rui plays his cards right in transition, he could probably get half his points in a game, uh, either off uh, layups or, uh, Quick buckets or, you know, the occasional three. But, yeah, that that's where he needs to eat. He needs to eat in transition. He does eat, need to uh, eat a lot in transition. A lot of transition buckets help the team. But also here today to talk about today's game, good man indeed. He returns to us once again. It is L. Rob. L. Rob, great to have you back, my friend. You got a great big... jacket, Rob. Yep, he's sporting. Thank you. Great jacket. Good yep. to be back. Good. He's sporting the Spartans, which is uh, from my high school, but I don't think he's Spartan my high school. I think he's Spartan the MSU right there for you for Michigan. The Magic State. Johnson Spartans, but yeah, yeah sure your your high school is worthy though. Yes, yes, absolutely. But it is also green, by the way. Just to let everybody know, South Torrance. When it comes to the Lakers, a very good victory will take it, pulling away in overtime. The Lakers, when you rest LeBron and AD. There's no excuses. You've got to go ahead and pull these things out. You've got arrested LeBron. You got arrested AD. It's now go time. The Lakers are now 24 and 28. They have to start going ahead and taking advantage of every game that comes to them. Yeah, I didn't understand the reason behind arresting them both on the same night. It's like, I don't know. It seems like he should have played LeBron and rested AD and then came back tonight and rested one of the others. You should be able to beat these teams with uh you know with one guy sitting but nevertheless i agree you have to get a w and uh they played just good enough to win um you know nick's team is not that impressive they're scrappy but um the lakers could have kept them off the free throw line i think the knicks beat them pretty pretty good shot much better at the line and they they kept you know letting them draw contact and getting up shots that's probably the most frustrating thing for me was watching it guys don't let them drive until you nudge you and then go up for a shot. Come on. So, I mean, those guys are savvy, though. You have to give uh, Brunson and, and, and Julius credit. They're, they're pretty savvy. And uh, some of our guys like uh, like Rudy and and, and uh, Christy was falling for. They're, you know, not as experienced. So, Yeah, and you could tell, you know, Christy in there against Brunson, uh, even though he has a height advantage, Clearly, the experience is killing because every time he goes for the pump, the pump fake and all that. But 
Joe, when you see a victory like this, do you think this is going to kickstart? We talk about the the road trip, three and two. They got to go three and two on this road trip, they, they, which means they got to go ahead and win in Indiana and New Orleans coming up. I mean, these are big challenges up ahead. Indiana has been struggling as of late, but New Orleans, you know, you got to go ahead and pick up a game on them for so many different reasons outside of just in the regular standings. But your thoughts, my friend, can the Lakers start to get on a roll? I think you're. Sense. I think you're asking the wrong question. I think you're we need to. You're always saying I'm asking the wrong question. You're asking the wrong question because what's been consistent all year besides injuries? The inconsistency of the team. No, the inconsistency of availability. If, if there's no back to backs. If your guys are there to play, if they are there to play. They should go into Indiana and win that game. If, and that's a big if, they go into New Orleans, they should win that game. But we need to wait probably a few hours before the game to really make that assessment. I don't I don't know what I'm thinking more right now with the trade deadline. I'm waiting for that to to happen or 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 pass before. I could probably stick something into the ground and say, this is what it's going to be. Uh, the Lakers, we discussed this on playback. The Lakers really only have two legitimate starters on this roster. Yeah. There is no one on this team other than LeBron and AD that you can consider a bona fide starter. There are players out there that are not uh, as let's say I'll use Manu Ginobili as an example. It's a rarity. Manu Ginobili was the third best player on the Spurs when they were competing for titles. He came off the bench. Other than that, you're not, you, you, you're, you're usually playing the best five, right? Especially in a, in a, in a positionless league. The Lakers don't really have a third guy either that they can rely on game in and game out. Unless LeBron is playing triple-double LeBron and AD is playing 30 and 15 AD, we're always going to be juggling what this team is going to be and how they're going to win. So at this point, to answer your question, I don't know because I have to see what the roster looks like going into the next game. If it is AD, if AD and LeBron are playing and they're playing full strength, then I believe they'll go in Indiana and beat Indiana. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. My last movie that I saw in the theaters was The Last Skywalker. I know. Condolences to me. Wow, man. Right. I I just had talked about that and I completely forgot that I saw that movie. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't speak great things about it, I suppose. 
That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. The Lakers do win in overtime, 129 to 121. Just a great victory for the team. Cannot say good enough good things about how they pulled away in overtime. Sean, you see what's going on with the Lakers right now. The Lakers are starting to get healthier, coming more together. Maybe they can get LeBron and AD to play a little bit more and have no more of those scheduled games. But you know, you and I both know, as Joe has already told you, that load management is coming at some point in time. You don't know when, you don't know where, but you know it's coming at some point in time. So with the Lakers still currently in 13th place in the Western Conference, with two games out of the play-in still, the Lakers start seeding. They they really need to start making a move now in the Western Conference. If you're not going to be doing this, this isn't going to help anything either. Like they, they have to start stacking, like we, we called it stacking wins, right? It's like... Mm-hmm. Three, four, five. Now, maybe you lose the next two, but you win four out of the next six. All of a sudden, now over 13 games, you're nine and four, five games, you're five games ahead. And let's see, we're 24 and 28. So that will put you at what? 33 and 33. So you're at 500. Which is right now should be the first goal for the Lakers to get back that's, to five. That, that, right there. That's that should be the projection. Before you get above five hundred, you gotta get to five hundred. Yeah. And yeah. Joe doesn't like us talking. If you like go that. if it takes you sixty six games to get to five hundred, that's not no bueno to me. The reality well, is I they mean, gotta get they gotta get to five hundred like now, today, this week. It's next week, <laughs> so they can well, have some momentum well, go. So they well, can have some momentum going into the to the trade deadline, you know getting what you some can help. Do with that, Joe, you can wish in one hand, and you know what, in the other, and see yeah. which gets spilled first. Which is pretty much what we've been doing. Touche, <laughs> touche. So, L. Rob, let me ask you this then: With the Lakers, what do they need to do to start getting on a roll like they had earlier this month when they went on a five-game streak and looked like they were really very competitive out there in the Western Conference? You've seen some stretches where the Lakers can really play well. They should have won that game of Boston. They've won in Milwaukee. They have some games where they've really played well against the top-tier teams. What can they do to be consistently good over the next two, three weeks? Well, of course, like Joe said, number one is health. Stay healthy. Two, they've got to figure out the rotation, um, figure out how to use um, Hatchamore, how to uh, get Lonnie Walker rolling again. He's too good of an athlete, and he's too talented to, you know, make one basket in a game. So they got to unlock, you know, unlock him and figure out how to, utilize his athleticism and, and that dimension that nobody else really brings to the team other than him. You know, once they get, got to get Reeves back, he was an important part of Lakers, you know, kind of getting on a little roll um, as well. So um, I just think it's a matter of, of them getting used to each other. I mean, you know, when you got, how many, how many games have these guys played together? You haven't had Thomas and you didn't have Brian and, 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 and Dennis at the beginning of the year. Uh, um, actually, you know, you just got Rui. Um, 
So they've got to get figure out rotations, get some cohesiveness going, and, and then once they get that going, like I said, I mean, I don't see anybody in the West that you don't want to line up against other than one team that's beaten them so many times in a row that I think is psychological. I agree. I agree. I mean, do you like the bigger lineup that they showcased off today with Troy Brown at the student guard and then Rui at the You know, it's small damned forward? if you do, damned if you don't. I, yeah, I like it. Uh, don't like it when you can't hustle and get the loose balls that's bouncing out at, toward the top of the key, though. That, you know, at those points, you do wish it was a, a quicker, smaller guy in there that probably could have tracked down some of those long, longer rebounds. But yeah, I definitely prefer that. Um, other, more than the three guard line, if they went to last night where you know just kind of conceded the game, it's like, come on, yeah. But I mean, what I liked about the starting lineup was all five guys finished in double figures i don't think that's happened this year yet yeah double. I, I agree that's a good uh, yeah. point well, you, and plus i mean how many times are you starting five guys who's going to look to to score as well you know sometimes when you when you got pat bev in there he's not even you know taking two three shots so kind of hard to get in double figures if you don't put it up yep what was the, what was the, what was his deal today? I didn't I didn't hear why he wasn't playing. Knee soreness. Yeah, that's what the what uh, that's what the medical report was. Okay, works for me. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I know for Joe as well because he's you know as we've heard on the show he is not the biggest fan of Pat Bev. Uh, the Lakers seem more fluid, a little bit better size. Joe, you got to be. Uh, I mean, it's not all. It's not the best or optimal lineup. You talked about how there's only two legitimate starters for the Lakers right now, but having the the bigger size did help against the Knicks today. Well, Rui has the ability to play some man-to-man defense due to his size. He's wide. He's he can get up a little bit. I thought tonight was his best game, obviously as a Laker, and we knew, at least I did. I knew that was a block, whether they were going to challenge it or not. I was waiting on it, and luckily they did. That was the kind of like, I think, the kind of momentum changer that they needed to eventually win, even though it took them a few things to do. It's just, it's just a, again, I'm, Darvin Ham is a rookie coach working with what he's got. The Lakers have been uh, playing much better basketball in terms of a competitive standpoint. They've been competitive with the low teams, the middle teams, the good teams. They just have been having issues closing out games. And a lot of those closing out games have also been at the, at the detriment of the officiating. And it's, it's, it's going to sound like an excuse because that's what usually it is, but there's been some blatant uh, officiating against the Lakers that have somewhat kind of zapped any kind of good things there. But the Lakers have matched that same zapping by sitting certain games as well. So they can't really pinpoint one thing. If it was that easy, I think the Lakers would be ha- would have a better record at this point. It's a combination of a lot of things. It's it's uh, the team. I, I, I it's a, again, it's a fractured team. It, we're constantly putting a cast on it. We're putting some kind of wrap around it. There's never a feeling like 
yeah, the Lakers are about to go make a run. They're, everyone's healthy. Everyone's focused. Everyone's doing the thing. It's always something that comes up, whether it's Darvin Ham's adjustments, uh, Russell Westbrook throwing the ball in the third row for no reason. There's no rhythm. There's just there's, there isn't any rhythm. I'm hoping or waiting for that. I'm just waiting to see if that that'll ever happen. And that's that's it. That's that's what I'm waiting on. And we are seriously as a fan base, we we I, I can no longer look at a schedule and go, yep, yep, yep. I mean, we do it on the show, but it's hot air because we don't know. We don't know who's playing. And until until that gets done, we can't really figure out if there's any 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 good calls on on what we're what we're gonna watch. But again, if they play. I think they have a good shot at winning in Indiana and winning in New Orleans and then, you know, come out of this, what, 3-2? Sticks yep. and extendos. I look like Danny McBride. I consider that a compliment. I love Danny McBride. Thank you. That is a huge compliment to say I look what like was Danny his quote? McBride. What was his quote as uh, – God, why, did, why am I drawing a blank? What was his famous role on HBO? So – Eastbound and down. Eastbound and down. What was his character's name? I'll have to look that up. Okay. Anyway, so he had a line. He had a line, and I'll I'll let you. I'll I'll go back to you, Gerald. He goes, "Why would I give a hundred percent when thirty percent gets you paid?" And L A I E. Yeah, yeah, get you paid in the That is a good line. And of course, it's got Danny McBride's face with the with the Oakley eye. Kenny uh, Powers. Kenny Kenny Powers. He's got the they they got that Oakley uh, sun tan line around his eyes. Oh, uh, da- Danny Danny Mc Danny McBride has had the best scenes, and this is the end. He's great. He's a hundred percent. He was. So he to was say great. I look like Danny McBride. He was great. If you guys have ever watched Fanboys, he was great. In oh, the three minutes every, he was in that. I've seen him in a lot, Joe. Yeah, yeah, he's great. I like him. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. It is. The, yes, we're back once again with uh, the Lakers. One twenty nine to one twenty three. They win in overtime. I wanted to go ahead. I wanted to go ahead and uh, talk to L. Rob. L. Rob. I mean, the thing is on the chat now. People are asking themselves with Rui's great performance in the starting lineup. I think that he's going to probably stay in the lineup a little bit longer in the starting lineup for a little while, as long as LeBron and AD are there. But you know, I know I know a lot of people like me and Sean. We were we we're very sentimental about Thomas Bryant and the hard work he gave over the past month plus while ad was out in the lineup and i think it should have at least deserved one start with ad to see how it worked out what are your thoughts on that i mean it doesn't look like it's going to be the case Rui's going to be the starting until he plays out of it but yeah well no, no doubt thomas bryan helped keep us afloat so um yeah i, I agree it just kind of sticking Rui in there I, I i was a little bit surprised um, but I, I guess they made it, you know, that was the decision. They wanted to bring him in, see what he got and, and try to go with that lineup, you know, as soon as possible. So, but I agree. I would have liked to see Thomas Bryant and, and AD paired up just, just to see how it looked. You think uh, that was from the front office in regards to the trade that they made last week saying, you know, we really want to take a look in order to commit uh, on the, you know, the 8 million plus and all that with that 
you know, he's owed if you want to go ahead and tender him, you know, as far as that's concerned. And yeah, that, that, exemption. that makes sense. So if it wasn't from the front office, I don't know. Our front, front office may not be smart enough to give him, <laughs> that, <laughs> that's, to that's give him that uh, directive. But it, it makes sense. Um, but, yeah, I, I, defensively with Thomas Bryan, that could have been a, a challenge um, with lateral quickness on, on, you know, on the perimeter having two guys you can put in the pick and roll. So uh, it made more sense from that standpoint. But offensively, you know, Brian, Thomas Bryan can go in the corner, shoot three pretty good. Uh, he hustles. He runs the court, gives you the energy AD doesn't give you a time. So I would have liked to have seen it. I would have liked to have seen it well as well. But unless Rui plays himself badly, and this is something we've seen. Rui's inconsistency, you know, just even before the trade, zero points one day, 30 the next. So you never know what you're going to get from Rui as a consistent player. So we could see that down the road. But I know a lot of people are talking still about Wenyan Gabriel getting shut out, another DNP. I think if the Lakers are healthy, he, unless for some reason the Lakers want to bring him in for a lift of energy, Sean, I really think that the days for, when and Gabriel being in the rotation right now are kind of iffy at best. Yeah, Gerald, I, I would, I would say so. I mean, if I was, um, you know, if it looks to be the odd man out. Yes, yes, absolutely. If you were, you know, if you were uh, uh, old West gang and you were robbing a train, you'd likely leave Wenyan behind, you know, just, just because of the circumstances um, it's nothing personal. It's just it's just the way the the cookie crumbles, so to speak. Um, but you know his 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 energy has been so contagious when he's been out there. Um, so that's going to be hard to replace off the bench. But I, I agree with you, Gerald. I think he is the odd man out. I, I think he is, and I know a lot of people love his hustle. You know, I, I've been on the air saying what I feel. I mean, the guy gives you 110% and then some, but I think those times when the Lakers need a boost, he's going to be brought on. But as far as the regular rotation, Joe, I think when you Gabriel, uh, Max Christie is someone who I think they should still get burned to, to have them learn the ropes, but whether or not he's going to be able to stay in the rotation himself, once Pat Bev gets back in the lineup, I think he's going to be the odd man out as well. Well, if we want to make Zengerstein happy, we want to start, Line up tonight. Yes. Um, it's a tall, it's a long team with some good athleticism. By the way, they, uh, Devotion loves the color scheme. Thank you, Devotion. I, I appreciate that. I, I, uh, I in that emotion. I, 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 I try to tell those who, uh, who ask that, you know, black and gold is my color. Black and gold is what I bleed with a little bit of purple and blue with, uh, my Laker and Dodger fandom. I would like to see the starting lineup for the rest of the year. If I had to choose, I was very encouraged by this lineup. Uh, uh, one thing we don't talk about in the last, you know, championship run was it was every game was the same. Every and the game, Lakers have started minus, more lineups than anyone. This yeah. Year. Minus, minus that, that, that plays a big part in, in this is that we, other than a few here and there, it's, which is, you know, I'll, I'll, I'm okay with that. Uh, 
you were you you had the same lineup pretty much the whole year. You know, Denny Green and LeBron and AD and um, who's our center that year? Geez, I just totally blanked out again. Um, you mean JaVale McGee? JaVale McGee. Like you had you had guys coming in knowing their role, doing the same thing over and over again. KCP was your your two. LeBron won the assist title that year. Because um, Alex come, Caruso didn't start until that last game. So Alex Caruso started. This was probably, I, 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 if I had to put an MVP for a game that's not AD, basically, I would have given it to Frank Vogel for that call, for putting Caruso in game six, because Caruso, with AD going full Olajuwon, Miami pretty much were done after the first quarter. Oh man, that was just beautiful basketball. I missed that. That I'll I'll play that game once a month. I just I just it's it's the most perfect basketball, at least on the defensive side, I've ever watched. Uh, it it was just gorgeous basketball. It was what was exciting about that basketball was it, I felt like the Lakers were the team that busted the Steph Curry era with that defense. They busted the three point shot the way they play defense. Uh, so that's kind of what I'm getting out of that. And I'm, I'm wanting, I like this starting lineup. I think they should barring, <laughs> barring Rob doing something good here the next week and a half. I think they should stick with this, with this lineup. I don't want Pat Bev in the starting lineup. Let him be the energy guy that comes off the bench. Hopefully we have a lead. He can go ahead and do his thing. Uh, Darvin Ham, I ask you one thing and one thing only at this point, something that I think doesn't shouldn't be a hard decision at this point. Can you please leave either AD or LeBron on the court every possession? Please stop taking both of them out. You Take have one to, or the other out. You, you have to stagger them in 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 compressed time periods. You can't have them sitting out five to six minutes at a time. At, yeah, at most, can be off the court maybe a couple minutes. You know. Yeah, that's it. That's what I'm thinking too. Like, can be no like, more than a like three to four minutes is like the max. Yeah. Question for you guys though, right here at the Lakers fast break, and the Lakers did win in overtime, one twenty nine to one twenty three. I said earlier twenty one is one twenty nine to one twenty three in overtime at MSG in the bright lights. A lot of stars there and all that, but they saw the biggest star of all, LeBron, pass Steve Nash for fourth place on the all-time assists as he heads over to try and pass Kareem on the all-time scoring list. want to give a big shout-out to Joshua Dietz, who's uh, one of our Facebook viewers and listeners, says thanks to the panel. Magic Man, Sorrel Gerald, is Pat Bev getting moved by the trade deadline? I've also got another question coming up from Gotta Be The Shoes. I didn't forget that one. But do you see Pat Bev... L. Rob being moved by the trade deadline. Boy, um, I think the Lakers will make an attempt. To. Now, whether or not you get any nibbles or bites, that's another thing, right, Lee? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it depends because that's one of the major uh, trade targets. You're going to have to probably package him and Walker to get something good. L. Rob, Sean, and Joe, yeah. you're probably going to have to package him and Walker. Yeah, unless you're going to. Isn't drawing, isn't uh, drawing fly, so. Could you package him and Westbrook on something? That's 60 mil. I'm mm. sure somebody's going to want to get some expiring contracts, but, you know, 
It's, again, who do we, you know, it's got to be the team that has something that we really want. So that'll be interesting. If is there three players making $20 million a year that we can get in a three- or four-team deal? Not in the, well, not uh, the, players not we the want. time frame we want. People, people, players people want to give up. <laughs> like, I, think, I think I'm going to do – Our Westbrook, our, uh, our Pat Bev, that they'll, they will be taken back. Yeah. Because the key here is, is who's going to lose the game of chicken if they are playing that, by the way, if these teams are playing. Remember, there are only four teams – that are unofficially eliminated from the playoffs. It's Houston, Charlotte, Detroit. San Antonio. San Antonio. Four. So you have 26 other teams that are close to making the play-in or are in the playoffs in terms of standings. So this is a- This is the closest that 26 teams have been to a playoff spot in – modern NBA history. Yeah, it's it's and I'm I would love to ask Adam Silver if this is what he wanted. Is this really what he wanted? I might have to ask him privately. I don't know if he'd tell me this publicly. But I <laughs> but I, I think I'd ask Adam in a respectful way too, because again I do like Adam Silver despite the fact that he's he's kind of dropped a, a couple levels here since the first five, six years of, of his uh tenure. But well, I want to know. Come, he came in swinging. He had to come in swinging. We have no talking. We have no discussions going on. There's a few articles here, a few articles there. There is nothing going on in any trades. Based off what we saw last year, why would it be any different this year? It sounds and feels the same way. Everybody it sounds and feels the same way. Everyone feels they got a shot, like they have a shot, so... I guess my question is, though, I mean, do we think our upside is better with Brown in the starting lineup as opposed to Lonnie Walker? The length is the 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 length is likely why he's playing more uh, as a starter. Lonnie Walker has an inconsistency there. If I think if he was a little bit more consistent. Well, there, when he was healthy, he was he was he he was playing pretty good. I mean, and I think that's that you. I think you just answered it. The fact that he's he wasn't healthy, or maybe Darvin is ramping him up a little slow, so yeah. that he can he can get his wind back. So I don't know. I I don't mind either or. Uh, it's just a matter of who's going to be hot at that at that point. And, yeah, and, I just trust him, and I think his explosiveness is what we'll need at at some point. Well, I, I do like. I would, Troy's I would, a better playmaker, and then you know you saw yesterday, not this game, but yesterday when he, you know, not only defense but rebounding. I mean, seventeen rebounds yesterday. He can do a lot of things that Lonnie Walker does not do. Go ahead, John. Lonnie doesn't have the highest IQ. He's not that cerebral type player. I think Brown's got him beat there, but yeah, man, it just seems like he's sometimes he's a little too tentative for my for my taste. Go ahead, go ahead, Joe. Sorry, we both. We... No, I was just saying. This is probably one of those you play it by ear, you play it by sight. Uh, I'd say Troy Brown Jr. has actually been, other than LeBron and AD, have been probably the most consistent starter as a starter. There's been too much. Yeah, that's a very low bar of consistency you have. And that's that 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 shows why they are where they are. They're not. 
you you have three starters. I would say Schroeder uh, could be a starting point guard on a on an NBA team and be be successful and be a uh, be valuable to that team. But you also have LeBron James who handles the ball too. LeBron is a point forward and handles the ball the majority of the time, which would make Schroeder in, in the right team, the right Laker team coming off the bench as well. He comes off the bench when LeBron sits. Now, if you're up eight after the first quarter, you rest LeBron for the first five minutes of the second. You have Schroeder that can control the ball, has a decent shot and can get to the to the rack. And of course, more important than anything is he's our best free throw shooter. That's kind of where we're at on this. We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout, but we'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. You've heard others, but nothing could prepare you for the shameful stupidity that is the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Witness the hubris as they claim to be the world's authority on comic book movies. Who said that? Never said that. We've never said that. Who cares? A jock said that. Comic book, TV, movie reviews, news, and whatever they choose. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you find your favorite podcasts. The Jock and Nerd Podcast. Seriously, people really listen to this. Uh, jock and Nerd! Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. The Lakers do win 129 to 123 in overtime to go to 24 and 28. They're still two games out of a play-in in 13th place in the Western Conference. Chef Sean, a.k.a. Chef Magic Man, who has been referred to several times in the chat, wanting that great recipe that you've passed on. It is very good, I must say. Okay, so uh, Chef Magic Man. May I ask you this? Uh, Got to be the shoes. Put it in the early in the chat, and I said I would get to it. Do you think the Lakers can get to 500 by the All Star break? And great question. Yes, great... chef. I gotta, I gotta answer you. Yes, chef. Yes, chef. Well, sir, I will say I, I have my doubts. I, I told got to be. I thought it'd be a few days later. I think. I don't think they'll they'll start stacking wins right now i think they'll go three and two and then um possibly f- how many games after after that do we have before the all-star break it's three i believe so but let me check seven total break. games before the all-star break so they do have a chance okay so there's a chance i'll say you know what so you're telling me there's a chance i'll say yeah, they I go yeah I'll say they go five and two. I think they're just a game under five hundred at that point. Pretty good, right there. That's yep. pretty good. I, I I take that, but still, if they can get to five hundred, I think that will put them you know right there in, in at the play in, because mm-hmm. I think that's what right now it's going to take right now to be in the play in is five hundred or thereabouts. So I, I, I you know what, Joe? That. I think everything's just so tight now. It's 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 but but like you said. Somebody's gonna blink here. Somebody's gonna blink. Yeah, and I it's agree. gonna be thunderstruck because the train's coming for somebody. It's just a matter of who who's gonna get hit by it. One thing people people always 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 as, as an NBA observer pay attention to is that there's always a slingshot team in the NBA after the All Star break. They just 
come like a rocket out of the 4th of July. It doesn't matter whether it's from the east or the west. There's always that one team that gets hot that no one really wants to see in the first round. Lakers would have to go 6-1 and one to go above 500 by the All-Star break. But five and two to get them to five. Five and two, they're still one game below five hundred. I think five and two is doable, but they won't be above five hundred or at five hundred. They'll be twenty nine and thirty. Yeah. Okay. So you it'll take you sixty games to get five hundred. You'll you'll be in the thick of it there. So okay, as bad as bad as it's been up to the sixty games, you still got twenty two to settle this. Could be. Well, Gerald, we'd be remiss if uh, we didn't hand out flowers tonight because we kind of do. Russell Westbrook, come on down. Really good game tonight. 17 points, 8 assists, 1 turnover. Of the 6 shots we made in overtime, Russ either made uh, made or assisted on 4 of them. So that's a really positive checkmark in Russ's efficiency. Russ played well today. Okay, let's put that out there. He did have a good tank. He did have a good game, L. Rob. I really like the fact he played good defense on Julius Randle today. Two swipes and just played really good, solid man-to-man defense. Something we haven't seen too much from Russ in the two years now or two seasons now. With that, I mean, are you encouraged by his play? You see him uh, climbing up the assist chart as well on the all-time list. Do you see him continuing this kind of success, or just still is it going to be a roller coaster ride when it comes to Russell Westbrook? Ohio player said it best: "Love roller coaster." Ah. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a roller coaster, but you know, like I said last time, Russ brings us something nobody else does. So we, I know it's a lot of people want to see him move, and if he moves, I, we're going to miss. We're going to miss some of that. Uh, that energy and some of that playmaking, more importantly. We don't have anybody else who can set guys up other than LeBron. I mean, Schroeder's not the playmaker. Um, there's nobody else that's, that, that is a playmaker like him. So if we give him up and we get some shooting, you know, we, we'll, you know, that'll give us more spacing and that'll help in that area, but we won't have another dynamic playmaker. So. Yes, yeah, you know, it's it's a tough call. Darvin Ham has that's probably been the best thing he's done is get Russ Russ to accept his role off the bench. Um, sit him some four quarters. Russ doesn't seem to sulk. Um, so he's managed and you know, best coaches, that's what it is, managing egos and personalities. And he's done a very, very good job with that. So do we agree with yeah, L. Rob? I, I like Russ, yeah. so I'm I'm a little biased toward him, and I root for him. But yeah, he does some. He he's costed us some games with his with the crazy plays he makes and trying to do do too much. Trying to I, do I, too much. Uh, I agree that it's. I agree with you, L. Rob. That energy does come at a cost. I never was happy with with the trade from day one. I thought it was a terrible trade from day one. I will still say that till the day I die. But it, like you said, it's a roller coaster in the game. It's a roller coaster. You know, there are times when uh, you, you think, what is he thinking? What is he doing? Why is he making that pass? Why is he, you know, doing the things that he's doing? Why is he taking a crazy shot? But then you see some aspects of Russell Westbrook's hustle and energy that make you want to say, okay, not too many players still have what he has. So I ask you guys, 
Uh, do you agree with L. Rob that enter, you know Westbrook's energy comes at a major cost? Well, you know something, Gerald. When whenever whenever you see um, a Russell Westbrook possession, it always reminds me of that um, that John Starks quote from uh, from that thirty for thirty Miller time where they can't believe that Reggie Miller scored nine points in eight seconds. That he looks at the camera and he said, "Did this dude just do this?" And you get that uh, feeling with Russell Westbrook. And it's either good or bad. Like, like in John's case, it, he couldn't believe what he was watching uh, in a bad way. And uh, I think it comes, it, that's a double entendre with Russ because he could be spectacular uh, for the first 20 seconds. And then, and then it's, um, it's a fart in the wind for the last four. But also during the course of the game, you just some things are just left scratching your head, and some things are just hey, that's an incredible play, Joe. I mean, when it comes to Westbrook, I mean, Lakers have to make some tough choices. Can they realistically still trade him? A lot of our chat says no. Uh, it the odds are looking long that we're going to be able to move his contract anyways. You know, it's something that I think we have to consider that now that Westbrook is here to stay. Got to be the shoes. Your inner mind had it correctly the first time that happens a lot russ a future hog yes you had it right the first time you didn't need to correct it russell westbrook uh will give you anxiety the moment he touches the ball and all you're doing is saying no and when he does make a good play you just go silent at the end and then when he does something bad you're going see even his good plays are usually representing something very, very bad that's coming. Joe, you can't even tip your cap to him for this overtime play? No, no, I don't tip, no. Because LeBron surely, surely wasn't going to win this today. He, he was just... No, I, I can't. I can't because it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a false sense of security. Uh, for the, every game that he helps us win, he, he helps us lose two or three. And his his... His contract, his Hall of Fame stats, his still ability to move and play was supposed to keep LeBron and AD fresh. And unfortunately, the only thing he's kept fresh is inconsistency. And I'm frankly, I'm 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 burnt out from it. I'm burnt out from Pat Bev. I'm burnt out from Russell Westbrook and their inability to play smart veteran basketball when they're supposed to be smart veteran basketball. Uh, I want, I want consistency and I want availability. And until that happens, I'm going to get on here and give you a couple pats on the back for winning the game. But I'm also realizing that in the next seven games, you have to win six of them to get to 500 before the all-star break. The Lakers should not be in that position having LeBron James doing what he's doing and AD on the team, but they are there. So I'm, I'm holding them uh, much on a much higher pedestal. And until, until that changes, uh, we're going to have to talk the real of the real. And that's what this is. L Rob, you got some thoughts to counteract on what Joe was saying. No, I mean, I just asked him about the overtime. I didn't ask him about Russ's history with the, the Lakers. I mean, if this was against uh, Boston, was Last if, year, of course, was a. If this a, was a, against a, Boston, if this was against 
that Bucks, if this was against Denver, probably, but New York sucks. I'm sorry. It would have really, really been bad if we would have lost this game, though. So it would have. It it it's, it, it's been longer, Joe. Yeah. It's been longer. It's been longer than Jordan here. We're only as good as AD. Okay, we, we all know that. So I can't blame Russ if AD isn't available. I can't blame Russ if if LeBron isn't available. So does he have the ability to carry the team with one of them out and help them get some Ws? I would say no, he hasn't quite lived up to that as much as we wanted him to. But he has shown improvement in that in that area. But he but he also has to have guys that's gonna run with them. When you got Thomas Bryant healthy and Russ was running and those guys were sitting out games, the Lakers were still okay. They were they were they were still playing pretty good. So just like you want good players around LeBron, Russ gotta have some good players running with him too. So give him Rui and give him and give him Thomas Bryant and some of those guys playing. And if LeBron and those guys are sitting in, yeah, I, I think they have a decent chance that that you know at least being competitive. But he's got to do it when it when it counts, like the rest of those guys do. AD, you know, I mean, shoot, we was all beating AD up last year for the effort he brought. Um, I've sat here and I listened to Joe, you know, eviscerate LeBron for his effort. There's no one on the Lakers team that has been above criticism. And that's what happens when you've been playing bad basketball for two years. The, Joe, the Joe, goes Joe, all of those guys. The one guy that gets most of the blame and the people focus on is Russ. And I just don't think that's fair. It's personal, but that's me. The, the reason why is, uh, LeBron, while he does make mistakes every now and then, and AD makes mistakes now and then, it's not a pass to one of the celebrities in the front row three or four mm-hmm. times a game. It's the boneheaded plays that, that that are aggravating. It's the incredibly bad defense, help defense. I don't when like. You see the, what he wants to. He can play good defense like yeah, he did today. But yeah, that's, that's that's the defensive laps, Russ. Is on help defense. This is man to man defense. Is you? Hey, John, if you want to okay. see what kind of savant I am, I can t- I can take you on one on one and dunk on your ass. Then you can really know what a savant I am. <laughs> so let me ask you this, Joe. Why were you down on LeBron? When was this? Last this year. year? Yeah, I mean, last year you were pretty. You know, I think you, it's. You, I think it went in the clutch. You were pretty tough on LeBron. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I was, I was. Upset with LeBron until the last two, including tonight's game, the last two potential game-winning possessions. I've been when LeBron went to the hole in the Boston game. I was begging him for months to do what he did there, and I was so sad that he actually executed it about as perfect as he as he did, and the refs completely butchered him. That's what I've been getting him on, getting on him because he has that ability to do that instead of passing to the open guy who happens to be Troy Brown Jr. or someone. LeBron needs to make that play. He is the mega star. He is the top three player of all time. He needs to make that play, and he did until it got taken away from him. Today, he ran a really good pick and roll with A.D., Another fantastic play. AD just did not get under his feet enough, and he ended up 
getting the offensive foul. So it's if he does that, I'm not going to I am not going to ever criticize LeBron. That's his only Achilles heel in his career is hanging on the I'm gonna make the right play. LeBron, I don't care about the right play. I care about a six foot eight freight train who can control the ball that you can't like 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 you can to get to the basket. If you're wondering why LeBron James field goal percentage has been high all 20 years in his lead in his in his career is because he can get to the basket and he still can get there. And I, I think it's a it's a it's an it's an advantage that he's he has not taken advantage of uh enough in his career. That's 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 my that's my assessment on LeBron. Yeah, I I think with me it's with LeBron it is like you settling too much for for um long threes, um, especially in the last four or five minutes of the game and not running offense and attacking. And but on defense he does a lot of the same stuff Russ does. Well, I've never gone on. So a lot he, of people like he relaxes. He loses his man. He doesn't bring the intensity as much either. I have not seen. I have not noticed enough of LeBron's bad defense this year. I have not noticed that he might not be playing 2013 defense, which is just not realistic. Right. Yeah. But but he's only had one issue with me on the basketball court and that's that last play I want him to get to the basket and it just sucks that the last two times he made the perfect play we we weren't able to finish it because one the officiating was uh blind and then of course AD couldn't uh recognize that he was you know he couldn't recognize that he didn't have enough space to go uh forward and ended up getting the call but uh I'm hoping that this is what we see from now on because we're not going to stop watching uh, last last second shots to win games here. I, well, I, it's, it's been happening all year. Uh, well, well, what was impressive about him tonight was he did all his work in the second half. And he got a triple-double. Wait a minute, Joe. Hold on. I want, let me finish this, and then you can finish. I want to talk – we talked about that. The greats – I remember Michael Jordan would, would – he wouldn't do anything the first quarter. He let, the, he'd let the t- his team – kind of get get in the flow and then he'd do his thing in the second quarter and then of course in the second half so that is that is a good strategy for a guy especially who's been playing 20 years I don't get down on LeBron for not being aggressive in the first quarter it's not as he should be able to get his guys involved that's part of his game right and then once the end comes he has enough energy and obviously the talent to go ahead and, and finish things off oh Rob any thoughts on that or no I agree he, LeBron should be able to you know, that's why you need other guys that um, relinquish some of your duties. And over time, he pretty much, you know, gave it to Russ. I mean, like, so, hey, so, you know what? I, I really don't think I got it going. You, you're doing a better job. Go ahead and you attack, and I'll kind of play off the ball. So he's deferring more, which he has to do. But, I mean, this, I mean, LeBron has been great. So I'm not criticizing his play, you know, especially not the last, you know, 20 games, 30 games or whenever. Earlier in the year, it was a little slow. Um, but he's been paying as well as you can, ex- you know, expect. Uh, he's been given everything. As a leader, though, I think he, they will feed off of his defense and his intensity. So the games where he doesn't really have it, then, you know, it, it trickles down. Um, the criticism with AD was he, you know, he didn't bring the energy. So, you know, 
once he brings the energy and plays like he's played, then then that's great. But I guess that was my whole my 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 bigger overall point is that you know criticize guys who not doing what they should be doing as well. You know. Before we head on out, I wanted to ask you guys, uh, Jim Howe. Um, on this show has asked about Russell Westbrook and if he's traded, do you need to trade the 47 for 47 as far as dollar for dollar? The Lakers are over the cap and can, I guess if you were proportionally do a trade, but I think if you're in the mindset, if you're going to trade $47 million or $60 million or $66 million, if you package all the, the trade, the, the, uh, I guess the, the, the contracts that will uh, come up at the end of the season, you could trade up to $66 million. You should try and get a, a list of players back or a superstar in return. That's really going to help your team. Uh, I mean, Sean, let me ask you this. Can you return it proportionally? I don't, you don't, if you trade Westbrook, because I still think the team should trade Westbrook. I'm going to be on record that I'm going to stay on the record on that. Uh, with, if you don't have to trade the dollar for dollar amount, because I know Jim Howe was asking it earlier. Yeah, no, not tech, not technically drilled. You don't have to. No, it's it it takes some uh, some shifty accounting there. But yeah, no, you don't you don't necessarily have to. It's not a dollar for dollar situation. Well, I mean, but the thing is, Joe, do you think that they should trade Westbrook at this point? I, yes. Again, I'm on the fence, yes. Yes, but the, the the I think the issue is two things. Number one, I don't think they want to trade the picks. And the other is, I don't I, I don't know who's, who's, okay, actually there's three. I don't know who's going to finally unload a, a, a very good player that's making a lot of money beyond this year that the Lakers will then, this is three, that will feel that it's worth having more salary and possibly getting into the repeater tax for. My common sense detector says the Lakers aren't going to make a deal because they don't want to pay the tax at the end of the year, which means they have no shot at making a deal for someone who's going to make 20 or $30 million beyond this year. So before we head out, I have an impromptu trivia question. So LeBron is the fourth player in NBA history over 38 years old to record a triple-double. Can you gentlemen name the other three? Jason Kidd's probably one. Actually, surprisingly, no, Lee. I I guessed him, too. Joe? 38. Yeah. So three others that beyond 38 and beyond have had a triple-double? That's correct. Hmm. Kevin Willis. Good guess, Gerald. Good guess, but no. Gotta be Stockton, of course. No. No Stockton. Not, okay. He's Man. not Carl Malone either. Yes. Carl Malone with the yes. Lakers. He did it as a Laker. Wow. Very good, Gerald. I'll take an assist for that. Uh, I got you on the right path there, Gerald. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Okay. But I, I got think it. I got, got it. Gerald got everybody on the right path with Kevin Dirk? Willis. So. Hmm? Did Dirk get it? No. 38. Who's been effective at 38? Man, has had enough to get assist and rebound. Oh, wait. No, he didn't play that long. Um, is Steve Nash? No. No. Somebody said Robert. <laughs> yeah. Did, Green do it? <laughs> did, did Cap do it? No. Yeah. Okay. 
Surprisingly, no, he's he's not on there. Okay. And neither is Will. Oh, Michael Jordan. Nope. Really? Nope. Yeah, that's a good question. That is a good question. Johnson Kareem. No. Nope. Nope. Give us a, give us Open your ears, one. John. He already said that. Okay. <laughs> okay. So here's here's California Penal. In the California Penal, he got that uh blue. <laughs> So okay, um, a hint. All right, um, he had the best eighteen-foot bank shot in NBA history. The best eighteen. Oh, Tim Duncan. Yes, Tim Duncan. Okay. How the hell did I not remember Tim Duncan? Tim Duncan. Yeah, yeah, he was longer than two. So Tim Duncan. See, it's really good. It's really good. It's expert level. This question. So it's one more? There's one more, Lee. Yes, sir. We're playing Lakers trivia before Lakers trivia. This is awesome. GP, nope. GP is not on the list. GP didn't do it. Uh, One more. Chris Paul? Big guy. Who played played that long? This is expert level question. Oh, my gosh. This is like Jeopardy level for NBA history. It's not Chris Paul? No. Bob Lanier? No. No. What position did he play? Uh-oh. He played go. power forward. Another power forward. Man. I don't know. Detlef Shrimp, did he play to 38? I don't know if Detlef played that That's long. a great guess, Lee. That's a great guess, but no, it wasn't. So, the fourth and final player is Mr. Elvin Hayes. Mm. Yeah, I would have never guessed that one. No. That one, that one right there. That's Elvin, that, he was the, the original, one of the original black holes. Who would have thought absolutely. he passed enough to get 10 assists? <laughs> Good question. Uh, that was a great question. question. Absolutely. That was the best one. And hopefully we can get more of that on the Lakers Fast Break Quiz Show. We'd love to start it. Hopefully scheduling will work out later this week on Friday. Looking forward to seeing if I can, at least on the first episode, have Joe versus Sean. Since I'm, I'm having a hard time getting contestants, L. Rob, you know you're more than welcome to join. When are you looking to do it? You know, Friday. So this Friday, Friday. yes, just Friday. We'll do it. How about 9 p.m. Eastern, just for a half hour? Just go off a few questions. We'll start off like that, just for a half hour. Does 9 p.m. Eastern work for you guys? Yep, I think I can do that. Okay, fair enough. All right, I like this. I like this. We need some of you guys and gals out there. I've pitched it all over the internet right now. We need more Lakers trivia contestants to face off against our crew. If you think you know your Lakers trivia, please go ahead and hit me up. Lakers Fast Break on social media or Lakers Fast Break at Yahoo.com. Blue Magic says the loser. No, let's keep it. The loser has to do so. We already got to go ahead and, and pay off one bet already. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. Joe's going to get me copyrighted on this issue. I can't wait. I can't wait. But uh, before we head on out, uh, I think that we need to go ahead again with Indiana coming up on Thursday. They're not the same Indiana without Halliburton in the lineup. Guys, this should be another win for the Lakers. LeBron and AD should be in the game. All these shoulds should translate into a win, shouldn't it? It should. It should. You'd think it should. Yeah, Lakers, if they they can't lose to any more teams, they should beat. I mean, it's at that point now. So 
should they be available? That's the problem. <laughs> oh, Jim yeah. House says that Celtics game still makes him angry. I, yeah, I that was a, that was a devastating loss. They need to go three and two on the road trip. Mm-hmm. They yeah, need yeah. to start going. I, I will. I will say above every time out. I will say this. I will say this. Six so, um, yeah, we should probably beat him, but don't don't sleep on Bennett Matherin. I've been watching that guy very closely the past uh, forty games or so. And shout out to my my Haitian Canadian brother there, Bennett Matherin. Matherin, yeah. you mean? Yes. And uh, happy, yes. Yes. He's on my um, fantasy team, which is not see, doing very well this season. No, yes. well, you know, no, Rob Joe, is killing me. At this you know point. what I like about him? He's got the he's got the great attitude, though. He's not hugging and dancing with other guys. He's very intense. He's got the Mamba mentality. He he does. the The numbers may not show it, but the, Indiana is building something there. Nobody had Tyrese Halliburton on their dance card leading the league in assists through almost 40 games until he got hurt, unfortunately. But they're building something there. Not right now. So that's why we should beat them. But will we? Plus they beat us. They beat us. They beat us already. So you can't yeah. go 0-2 to Indiana. And, and that's something that Joe talked about, you know, not as many lapses on the defensive side for LeBron and Russ this season. But that was one right there that they both, both missed out on it. Hopefully they have a long memory and they'll remember that and they'll take it out on the Indiana Pacers come Thursday. But before we head on out, want to go ahead and drop this on you guys. Your thoughts. Great question by Gotta Be The Shoes. Actually, Gotta Be The Shoes have had, has had a couple good questions for us today. Is Braun breaking the scoring record with a dunk or layup or fadeaway? Everybody let us know in the chat how you think LeBron is going to break the scoring record. He's already free broken throw. as far as the, you think a free throw, all right? <laughs> that's Kobe that Kobe did that. He that his first points were a free throw, his last points were a free throw, his 81 point was a free throw. I think LeBron hits a jumper. I think LeBron hits a jumper. I think it's a three. Go ahead, uh Elrod. Driving layup. Mm. Oh man, if LeBron does a hook shot, I would never Kareem, even, even, you never even, even, down, if LeBron trolls Kareem. With a hook shot to get the scoring title of all time, I swear I'm putting this on tape. I would, even if LeBron came to my house and robbed it, I would never criticize him for anything ever again. I don't think that's going to happen. Oh, God, that would be so funny. Kareem released a statement that was very humble. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. And and you gotta have a video. You gotta have somebody has to have video or a camera over at Kareem's. I want to see his face. I want to see his face if he were to do that. That somebody's got to tell LeBron that man. Hey, dude, is there any way you could do a hook shot for the for the all time scoring title? You please. They're not on the best of terms, anyways. Well, it's Kareem. Kareem doesn't like anyone. Yeah. It's not just LeBron. He's been kind of chill with LeBron lately. I mean, he issued a couple of statements that's been very, very and okay. Uh, yeah, a little yeah. warmer. It's been yeah, he's kind of warming up a little bit. So, all right. 
but that, that would be the ultimate troll. I, I think that would be the ultimate Joe. I could hey, see he dunked. Joe laughing. Hey, he's capable of doing it. He dunked looking at MJ in Charlotte with a little bit of, uh-huh. Why wouldn't he be able? Why wouldn't he do it? Do it, LeBron. Do it. He might be working on it just to say. I think that. he should. I I swear that would be awesome. That's not LeBron's game. He's not. He's not like that. Kobe Kobe's hook shot against the uh, the uh, Charlotte in the in the playoffs was really nice. He just that one was just. Ooh, he's got that one. In the uh, file folder, too? I don't think I've ever seen LeBron throw a hook shot. I don't think so either, Lee. You never know. You never know. That would be something. Oh, oh, I will say this, though. Look, since we're talking about different ways to score, I got to shout out the uh, the Iceman, my man, George Gervin. Yeah, well, when you're talking about an 18-foot bank shot, you made me think of Ice, Ice is the first one I thought about when you said the best, you know, bank shot shooter. I was like, oh, he's oh man, he, that guy. You talk about he's the most prolific scorer I've ever seen who used every part of the backboard, every part. Uh, corner, I think underrated is Alex English. Yes. Yeah, Alex. Oh, Alex, my God. Uh, James Worthy said that uh, Alex English was the first guy who ever busted his ass in the NBA. <laughs> Got to be the shoes that's provided. He, yeah, he wasn't bad himself. He Alex gave it to a lot of people. Oh yeah, that's yeah, provided. If Alex, he doesn't if Alex had played off. in New York or L.A., yeah, he would have been the rings even even yeah, bigger when, than when, when him and Kiki played together. That was that was a show. Well, Got to be the shoes says Le- LeBron. Provided he doesn't sit Tickets out in the games. Seventy-five K. It, that he's projected to break it in OKC. So we'll see if that's the case. And uh, that's going to be the projected there. So we'll see what happens. But once again, for today, LeBron, great performance. AD, very good as well. Rui with a clutch performance in the starting lineup now, probably for a little while at least. Right now with, with a good performance. Dennis Schroeder with some good shots. And, of course, Russell Westbrook coming off the bench for some solid two-way play. And the Lakers do get the victory in overtime, 129 to 123. If I can convince these guys to come back tomorrow for NBA observations to talk about who might now be their choice for the MVP. Don't say it now, guys, please. Let's go into depth on hopefully tomorrow if you guys have a chance. Love to hear your thoughts on that with Joel Embiid really playing like a star these days. So we'll see about our thoughts on that. Plus thoughts on the Western conference and where the Lakers can go ahead and turn to for a trade. That'll come up hopefully for tomorrow, Thursday. It is playback.tv slash Lakers fast break. Please join us. We had a great conversation today and thanks so much again to Nick forever. Lakers 24 devotion lifted said he was in the chat looking for, you know what, for the, what we talked about, Sean, he want, there's another individual wanting to pay some real money for that. <laughs> yeah, you know what, Gerald? If we get to his, if we pop, if we pop, then I'm going to ask you for it and, and we'll conduct business. That's all you, my friend. That's all you. So, absolutely. I got to be the shoe says peace. Good night, gents. Uh, thanks so much again for everybody watching and listening. Big shout out to John McCallion. Go ahead and check out his channel today. Like and subscribe if yeah, you get a big chance. Shout out to John. 
Oh, <laughs> Joe's favorite indeed. But want to go ahead and give a big shout out to Jim. Got to be the shoes. Jeff Zangerstein petting my cat. No hashtag team replay tonight. He's here for real. Also as well, Eduardo, Hassan, so many great names. Danny, Salami, Gary A. Just I think so Jeff has the best name. It's, his name is Jeff Schwager. Got that swag. There you go. Adam in the in the chat as well. Josh Schwager. Schwager. Joshua Dietz, our Facebook super fan. Some really great names in the chat as the best Lakers chat room that's out there. We are just so happy and thankful and blessed that you're part of what we do here. Please go ahead and like and subscribe if you haven't already. We need all the help we can get, but truly appreciate it. So hopefully you'll get a chance to check us out tomorrow, but definitely on Thursday. Looking forward to it. Another great game. Hopefully against the Indiana Pacers, we'll find out if they can start a new winning streak right here at the Lakers Basketball.